When Deanna Lenzion's son started walking at one and his twin sister didn't, the Orange County mom was a little worried. The doctor assured her that her daughter was within the normal range, but as her son began to use more and more words, her daughter still mostly babbled. You know, every time we'd go in to get the well check, we'd be like, you know, we're really concerned about, because she's not really talking. And um, she's, she would just ba like babble, you know, random. Um, but there was only a few words that she would say, like ball and mom, you know, mama and stuff like that. It was always like, oh, it's fine. It's within the norm. It's within the norm. Until we got to that point where it was just before she was two. And they were like, okay, maybe you need to talk to such and such. Deanna and her husband figured their daughter needed speech therapy. They were stunned when the referral was for an autism assessment. The evaluation concluded Gianna was autistic. Deanna and her husband wanted to be sure. Maybe, they thought, Gianna, who goes by Gigi, just hadn't meshed with the evaluator. So they got a private evaluation. The second one was extensive. Not only was Gigi interviewed, but Deanna, her sister, her husband, even their good friend answered questions. And it was then that they saw the behavior they had written off as simply childhood quirks for what it was. It's like little key indicators, like she did this repetitive sound with her mouth that I would have, ne you know, you just think it's like a little kit, a little baby making sounds. And it was this like, thicka, 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 like she would do it often. And it was like the same sound and yeah, yeah. come to find that that's like, you know, an indicator of, you know, people on the spectrum. There were other signs, like the fact that Gigi didn't respond when they called her name. Before the diagnosis, they figured this was just her being distracted. There was also a repetitive hand motion, clenching her fists while circling her wrists. And like, you kind of like put it off and then you're like, no, I like you could call her name over and over and she wouldn't respond to her name. And then you start just seeing all these little things that maybe you would have never thought about. And you start stringing them together and you're like, wait a minute, maybe she is on the spectrum. Like that wasn't even on our radar, you know? So it, it was things like that. When the truth hit Deanna and her husband, the pain did as well. We went in with an idea um, and we thought we were prepared for it. But when you hear it, when you hear that there might be a struggle for your child, it's like heart-wrenching. <laughs> even though we knew no matter what we were gonna, we're gonna face him. I'm so devoted to anything to better her future. And I, and, and, and I was, it was fine, you know, but it was just like all those emotions that go through your head and the thought of like, oh my gosh, she's gonna have a challenge. You, you just never want your kids to have an additional obstacle, <laughs> you know, in their life. Julie and Joey St. Pierre were also skeptical when they received the autism diagnosis for their son, Evan. Their older son was speech delayed, barely talking until he was four. And it had also been suggested that he was autistic. He is not. They figured both their boys were simply speech delayed. But after the evaluation, it became clear that what they had thought were simply oddities, the lack of interaction with his family and other kids, the tantrums, the repetitive motions, were actually signs of autism. He had his own world where he did his own thing, he did his stuff, and it wasn't anything dangerous or anything like that, but in a, on a daily routine for him, 
it wasn't interacting with anyone else. Like, it was almost like we were, and it's as harsh to say, it was almost like we were furniture, you know? And he was just here, and he, he lived in his own bubble, and he did his own thing. What both families did next was plunge headlong into getting their children help. And that search for help led them both to CARES at Fred Finch. CARES, which stands for Center for Autism Research, Evaluation, and Service, offers services in San Diego County and Southern California for children and young people who have autism and their families. The first step for both families was setting goals, a joint effort between the parents and case supervisor. For Julie and Joey, improving their six-year-old's communication skills was, of course, a priority. But my number one with the bullet was the potty training because I was over it. I was over cleaning poop and underwear. The goals vary for each child, and so does the nature of ABA. So it's really going to depend on, obviously, the child and the age of the child. Maria Luna works for Fred Finch. My name is Maria Luna. I am the Senior Director for Fred Finch Cares Program and the Specialized Wraparound Program. So at that time when I started, I was working with predominantly younger children. So early intervention. So I'm talking two-year-olds. Um, so we were working a lot on behavior reduction. So, um, you know, kids were having these tantrums because that was the way of communicating. So we were working on reducing those, those behaviors and then increasing the behaviors that we wanted to see, those behaviors that were going to help their functioning. So that could be anything from, you know, working on language. So working on using words to communicate or using gestures to communicate as a replacement behavior for those tantrums. It could be working on attention. Um, using play skills, working on imitation um, goals. So anything from play imitation to um, non what we call nonverbal imitation. So you're literally gesturing to them and they're imitating a gesture or an action. We do work on self-help skills. So, you know, learning how to help mom when you're getting dressed um, to eventually, you know, getting dressed on your own. Um, that's a huge skill, brushing your teeth, washing your hands, you know, using a spoon and a fork to eat your, your pancakes. So anything really that is going to help increase their independence. And so what we do is we assess each child to figure out where are those areas of need. And that's what we target. That's where we create a plan or a goal to target that skill. CARES is a multifaceted agency unique in the services it can provide, such as mental health counseling, psychiatric care, including medication management, and a recently launched social skills group. But at the heart of CARES is ABA, the therapy used to address most of these goals. It is short for applied behavioral analysis. The best way to understand it is through examples of how it works. Fred Finch's ABA philosophy is to engage kids in their interests through play. Behavior technicians such as Chrislyn Dawes do the day-to-day -day work with the kids. I do a lot of naturalistic teaching, and that's basically where I'll let the child choose what they want to play with. So if they choose cars, and then I, during that time, take what their goals are supposed to be. So if they're supposed to be sharing or the communication goal, I'll just use what they're already playing with as a way to implement the goals instead of making them change what they're doing and kind of doing it more structured that way they don't even know that they're working during the session. Deanna remembers how quickly she saw her daughter begin to change. At two, Gigi would not respond to her name. So naturally, the first goal. It was just like looking at us when we'd say the word Gigi. So Gigi, like nothing. It was like, I, I couldn't even tell you, like absolute zero response. The behavior technician used bubbles to interest Gigi. 
and then would blow a bubble every time Gigi responded to her name. Diana quickly became a believer. I mean, I was just all in because you, when you see it, like the first time you see it work, it's like, I can't tell you what that does for your heart because it's like, uh, it just gives you so much hope. Five days a week, a Fred Finch Cares behavior technician worked with Gigi for two to three hours in her family's Aliso Viejo home. Bubbles got boring, so the rewards changed and the response goal became more challenging. After a year, the goal was to respond while completely engrossed in an activity. For Julie and Joey, they saw over time communication starting to improve. Their son now uses more words to describe what he wants and doesn't want, which means less tantrums. And they have also learned through ABA how to speak to him. They are deliberative in breaking down each part of a task. Visuals are prominent in their El Centro home, a remote city in Imperial County, including one in the bathroom that shows the steps. Evan was potty trained within three months of starting with CARES. And we were like so happy. I was like dancing in the living room. With Evan, Joey says, getting him to engage is not an easy task. Yet somehow, he says, the behavior technicians working with Evan have all succeeded. They all do that. They all find a, a, a connection, a link, something that he is shows interest in and is excited about. And then they turn that into teaching him his verbal skills. And it's, I mean, seriously, it's almost like magic what they do. It's, it's insane. I do not have that patience. I work with hard metal and equipment that has to listen to what I say to do. It's very difficult for me to see them go through and, and shoot and miss, shoot and miss, shoot and miss, shoot and miss, and then capture that lightning in a bottle and ride it. And like we said, it's different every time. So Plato might have worked the last session. This time it might be dinosaurs. The next time it might be. But they have this way of finding that connection with them for that moment. And then that, they bring in the verbal skills from that, where he has to ask for his turn, where he has to ask for Mr. Potato Head's hat or what color the hands are. Now, what we're noticing and what I'm noticing outside of ABA is that we now see more of a, a compliance with Evan. And that sounds bad. It's technical. What Evan's dad means by compliance in this case is about following instructions, whether that's not doing something dangerous, getting ready to leave the house, or finishing up his homework. It's basically what every parent wants and what a lot of parents take for granted. Flexibility was another big one. Evan liked structure to his day, but it had to be the way he wanted it. They show him that it's okay if you have this, this, and this, and it doesn't have to happen that same way every day. So, you know, we see that change in him and also the change in recognizing whether it's a, a stranger or a family member or coming to us and asking for help and communication. Gigi, who is now five, has become a social butterfly. Diana describes her as the life of the party at her preschool. This fall, she will be attending a mainstream kindergarten. Deanna recalls how scared she was when she first got the diagnosis. For me, it was like, is she ever going to be able to communicate? <laughs> you know, like, um, is she going to be able to talk? Is she, and, and it's silly when I think about it now because she doesn't stop talking now. <laughs> um, but like, is she going to be able to communicate? Will she be able to talk? Will she be able to fend for herself? Is she going to be able to learn things like like her brother or just in general. And that's why I'm so, I'm so open to share how incredible 
like ABA is, and I recommend it to like literally anyone that has, whether it's being on the spectrum or behavioral issues or speech, I mean, literally anything, because how quickly we saw results was pretty incredible. If you think your child might have autism or has recently been diagnosed with autism, we invite you to visit our website to learn more about CARES. Simply go to fredfinch.org and click on the CARES tab. You can even schedule an appointment online. We will also put this information in the show notes so you can find it later. This has been On The Wire. I'm your host, Sarah Krupp. Our show was produced by Marcus Young and Julie Henderson. Sound design is by Mantra House Studios. Thank you for joining us.